0: seven years ago our forefathers (laughs) founded this nation on the uh, okay
1: what (laughs) no 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 uh welcome welcome back Uh, this is the rewatch podcast hello
0: i'm aaron that's me
1: oh hi i'm brooke hey yeah interrupting you that's us
0: and this is the rewatch podcast
1: yes that's Uh, us
0: if you haven't been here before hello
1: Oh, right. Yes.
0: Welcome to episode 18. Welcome. Yeah. And, uh, um, yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What we're trying to say is, um, so if you could just do something for us, maybe go and rate and review us on Apple podcasts.
0: Right. As you're listening to this episode, think about how you feel about it. Yeah. So that then afterwards you can give us a one to five star rating, preferably five. Yeah. We hope that that's five. And then subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Spotify if you follow enjoyed.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we uh, we just want to ask that of you guys. And so that it's a beginning here, so you can hear it. All of you can hear it because we don't know how many of you make it to the end.
0: I know exactly how many of you make it to the end.
1: Right. <laughs> just so that, you know. I
0: have the numbers. When we
1: wrap things up, sometimes people peace out. I know I peace out when podcasts are wrapping up. But so, yeah. Uh, can you guys do that for us, please? Thank you.
0: Remember to follow us on TRW Pod Instagram and like our page Alternative Bird Podcast on Facebook.
1: Right. This is we normally plug this at the end, but we're doing it at the beginning. Uh, we're being really awkward about this. Good yeah. God.
0: We're we're probably gonna plug it at the beginning from now on, just so.
1: Yeah. We'll be we'll get better at it. It's just really hard to introduce us and then be like, "Hey, go and do this thing." Oh. Uh, I don't uh, know. Uh,
0: yeah. Loads of weird noises. Yeah. Anyway.
1: Oh. Also. Um, what? international listeners. Oh, hey, we see you. Yeah. we love you.
0: We we see all those streams in Costa Rica. We Thanks see for listening.
1: You. Yeah. Um, hello. Interact with us.
0: Oh yeah, dude. The what? Costa Rica got people in Australia. Sorry about the fires, by the way. Yeah, sorry. We we I hope anybody that was listening to us in Australia is doing okay. Yes. But yeah, Costa Rica, United Kingdom, Qatar
1: what the heck India? hey guys you guys Portra- actually care portugal what
0: man you guys listen netherlands i see you yeah canada poland but yeah f- f- uh, it feels amazing for us two americans to think that anybody outside of our own country accesses the internet and cares about what we're doing
1: like, just even can find us. I mean, we're so obscure, we feel like, and that people in Costa Rica are finding us and listening to us consistently. That's crazy.
0: Well, at least we know they like Brooklyn Nine-Nine.
1: Yeah, uh, you guys are cool, and you guys are awesome. And yeah. we want to interact with you. So, uh, you know, you can interact with us on our Instagram or Facebook or email us.
0: PRWpod yeah. at com as well, as on Instagram. Yes. But yeah, feel free to reach out because... Uh, we also have a Twitter. We don't use it that much. <laughs> no, we don't. But it's also like, it's like watch podcast on I, uh, Twitter.
1: Yeah, watch underscore pod.
0: Yeah, watch underscore podcast.
1: Podcast, okay. But yeah, yeah. That.
0: yeah. feel free to reach out because we see everybody, that you're all over the world, and it's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, we love you guys. Uh, thank you. So now let's get into the show.
0: Well, first of all, I also don't know where Costa Rica is.
1: What? <laughs> Let me show you a map. Wait, so I don't wait. think I can describe it to you.
0: Oh, so you also don't know where Costa Rica is. I know is. where
1: it is. It's like, it's down. Uh, I assume South America. It's Yes, I, but I can't quite describe it to you.
0: I assume there's some coasts.
1: Because it's like, it's like, this little Rica like nub is. bit. Little it's nub. like, because like, it's like, there's like a bridge.
0: Oh, it's yeah. in there. That's, more, yeah. that's Central America. Yeah. Okay, that's like near the Panama it's like I'm stuff. like, I
1: can't give you a great visual of this by describing it. So I, yeah, here's the map.
0: I'm sorry what our government has done to you.
1: <laughs> I took many Spanish classes, so I know the map quite well. Um, I just, I, yeah, I can't word today. Okay, so that's happen. where Costa
0: Rica is. Thanks yeah. for listening, guys. Thank you. That was our most surprised. We were like, Netherlands. Well, you know, that's like white people and like. <laughs> we're boring white people so we are <laughs> but then we were like costa rica i was like oh oh what? In- interesting central american people enjoy us yeah now yeah surprised It's crazy well thank you thank you now actually back to the show
1: back to the show let's get into it right
0: all right this is episode 18 just like our you know this show is on episode 18 we're also covering episode 18 season one of brooklyn nine nine the apartment
1: and this was written by David Quant and directed by Tucker Gates.
0: Quand. Quand. Is that a silent D? I don't know. Uh, the D is always I decided always to silent. try and
1: pronounce all of it.
0: The D is always silent. The D is silent. It comes when you least expect it. The D
1: is always so silent and stealthy.
0: That sounds like rape, actually. That's that really terrible. does. Actually,
1: <laughs> it's not a good joke. No. Cut. 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 <laughs> Oops.
0: Whoops. All right. So the cold up into this episode. We get. I really enjoyed it. It was so funny.
1: The cold opens one of my favorites they've had so
0: right. far. So like Jake is like reviewing the story of a suspect who says that like obviously this dude's a robber, mm-hmm. but he says that the robber that actually did it made him put this dude's fingerprints on the gun, then robbed the store, and then was like, "Quick, hide this in your underwear." Yeah. Which like, <laughs> and then the robber guy was like. Well, it sounds unbelievable when you say it like
1: that. Yeah, it's like, well, you know, it's it's a true story. You just made it sound bizarre and crazy.
0: <laughs> Which, like, that's the defense of people that are like... Lying. Hey, don't repeat what I just said to you back. Like, yeah. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. now I know how bad it sounds. Exactly. But uh, as this is going on, Holt walks by, and Jake asks Holt if he got his report on some murder case. And Holt's mm-hmm. like, yes, good work. And Jake says, thanks, Dad.
1: Oh God! No. Then
0: the world stops.
1: The room, like, goes silent. It like drops dead in there.
0: As they say, you could hear a pin drop. Yeah. From a mile away.
1: Everyone stares at him. To the all turn and stare.
0: Right. And Jake's like, wait, why? Why is everybody looking at me? And Rosa was like, did you? Do you know what you just said? hmm <laughs> It's like you just called Holt dad. And Jake was like, "No, no, no!" I said, "I said thanks, man."
1: Which does not sound like Dad. No, at all.
0: It, it, you could have said like, "Thanks, dude, Dad." Yeah. dude. Maybe that would have worked. That
1: would have worked better than, than man.
0: <laughs> but it's funnier that he has a more terrible defense. Yes. And then Holt wants to know if Jake sees him as a father figure. He's like, "Do you see me as a father figure?" <laughs> and, <he> was, <laughs> and Jake's like, "No, I see you as a as a brother figure, as a, a bother no, figure, a bother figure." Yeah. Since you're always bothering me, and then Terry stands up and he's like, "Hey, you you better show your father some respect."
1: I was like, "How did no one else (laughs) laugh at that?" Because if I was in the office, I'd be like, "Ha, good one, Terry."
0: Uh, uh, Because also Terry said it with like a completely serious face. He was was so serious about it. And and Jake was like, "He's not my father," and it's like the Boyle call. And when Boyle comes in, he's like, "Well, I call." I call Vivian Mom so Mom sometimes.
1: He said once, but <laughs>
0: once I I you. can
1: I almost feel like it's more than once.
0: It's probably more than once. Yeah. And then Jake was like, "Come on, uh, Boyle has psychosexual He's issues." Like,
1: come on, guys, jump <laughs> on that, make fun of that, trying to take the uh, the target off of himself.
0: Right. And then Amy was like, "No, no, no, no. I think you calling Holt Daddy," and, he, and Jake was like, "No, no, 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 Daddy is completely say off daddy. the table."
1: That, <laughs> dad and daddy are two different things. So different. Very Plus, different. Like
0: you see Jake pull back his defense a little bit yeah. just because he's like, All right, I will take saying dad over daddy. Daddy <laughs> is
1: ooh, not good. I don't know.
0: Mm-hmm. And then Jake's suspect pipes in and he's like, you know, you definitely call them dad. hmm And it's like, shut up, you've you been Jake's like, you've been lying this entire day. Yeah, and he's like, "I may have lied about the 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 hold up bit, but like, I'm not lying about this. Like, you call him dad." <laughs> yeah, and Jake was like, "Aha! See, I just got him to admit that he was lying the whole time. This was the that was all a part of my elaborate plan to to like to uh, get this guy to confess, right? To like com- have the truth come forth." Yeah, and then Holt says, "I believe you, son." <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to talk about it later over a game of catch? And Jake just goes, "I'd like that." <laughs> <laughs> That's so
1: sad. But also, I really enjoy that um, you get to see some of Holt's, like how he, uh, how he kind of pokes fun at people, and right. how he, he, I don't know, just his brand of comedy, I guess, and the way that he talks. Right, right?
0: it's like literally exactly the same as he always talks, but he takes comedic pauses.
1: Yes yeah he does and you can tell I mean based on like his phrasing and stuff that it's an obvious joke but he says it in such a way that it's serious
0: right he's a as they said in the in the party uh, Holt's the comedian
1: he's the comedian and so I love to see his humor pop up because it's it's subtle
0: it's very subtle it's not I appreciate he's not
1: laughing at himself or anything
0: it's a little British because it's dry
1: yeah it is dry
0: which uh, I'm sure he loves, like, British procedural comedy. I'm sure
1: it. he does. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just love seeing his humor.
0: Yeah, it's really funny. It's
1: so cute. We start off with our first scene on, like, the actual storyline. Right. Um, it's the day off, but everyone was asked to come in.
0: Oh, God.
1: Just, they love that. Isn't that fun? I would never. Yeah, but we're in the briefing room now with Holt, and he's thanking everyone for being here because it sucks, you know.
0: I guess that's salaried life.
1: It is salaried life. I mean, you do get called in whenever. It's just your know. days off aren't guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the reason they're all here is because they are to complete their self-evaluations. And so I think Holt said evaluations at first, but like it's self-evaluations. So right. Like, but, so Amy was like happy, but then disappointed.
0: Right. It's self-evaluations are pretty awful. I actually had to fill out one of those at work. Really? The other day. The other day. Yeah, it was like the fourth quarter self evaluation or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, but this was my first quarter at this job. That's weird. <laughs> so I was like, What I do you guess base was, that off of? I was like, I guess I, uh, I didn't fail at starting my job.
1: Yeah, you didn't fail. Good <laughs> job. But um, yeah, Amy was looking forward to being judged by Holt.
0: Right, right, she was looking forward to hear what he had to say, yeah,
1: she wanted to hear all of his like praise, his criticisms, where she can you know uh, be stronger, improve, yeah, improve um, right. so she, she can like, be the best version of herself for Holt,
0: right, and she goes like, wise
1: decision,
0: <laughs> very wise,
1: yes, yes, <laughs> um, so that's a whole thing, but side note, Holso holt, I said, wholeso, oh my God, <laughs> what am I saying? Um, Holt also advises everyone to stay out of the way of the weekend squad. And because the bullpen is theirs on the weekend.
0: Which this is, we learned is there's a weekend squad, which, how I much does that. that suck? I, and to also. To be on the weekend squad.
1: Yeah, the weekend Where squad. Where do they work
0: when it's not the weekend?
1: I was going to say, what's their salary, or not salary, but what's their hourly like?
0: What's their job? I don't what, know. What, what do they do besides cop on the weekends?
1: Because then you're working two days, they have to have other jobs.
0: Right, or maybe they, maybe they're, uh, lower cops at another precinct.
1: I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't, don't know understand that bit, but
0: but Rosa hates the weekend squad. Yeah, she
1: groans. She hates the weekend squad. Um, because the guy who sits at her desk on the weekends shaves at his desk, so she finds all of this hair in like the keyboards, and it clogs clogs up the keyboard, and Bleh. um, it's all around gross and it's a mess.
0: So, do you know what I would do with that? what i would get my own keyboard and yeah. switch out the keyboards when when i'm there
1: it made me think of like that must suck to share desks with with somebody
0: which what yeah that's terrible i wouldn't want to do that
1: imagine that i mean like i have my desk and i can't imagine someone sitting there all, all over the weekend or something and Ugh. like i have stuff there imagine
0: and... it was a dude that just like filled it with farts and, like, back sweat on the chair. and like,
1: Yeah, you can't, like, feel like it's yours. That's weird. Gross. Like, your personal space to work.
0: Right. That sucks. But then we transition over to the beginning of the self-evaluations in Holt's office. Terry is there, and uh, he's very excited for his squad to be evaluated because he felt like they had a very good year. He describes himself as a proud mother hen mm-hmm. while watching his his chickens learned to fly. Yeah. And Holt was like, that's an odd choice of metaphor considering how terrible chickens are at flying. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Which Terry was like, look on his face is like sad and confused. Cause he's like, I didn't, I just, it was, I'm not being literal. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I,
1: I'm just trying to be positive here. Damn it. And,
0: and Holt's like, I only think about things literally, <laughs> but Jake is the first to come in and, uh, Terry's comment was like, Look, uh Jake is coming, came in first to show that he's taking his job more seriously now. Of course. And Jake was like, No, I just want to get this over with. Right. Which then the Terry's like, you know, I really tried to pump you up here. That's the look <laughs> on his face. He like the look on his face is, you know, I'm really I'm really trying mm-hmm. to, like give you a good start to this. But then uh he gives his stats. He's like, he has like 78 arrests that year. Something like that. Something like that. 76, 78. Yeah. But like, that's a lot. That's more. That's like six a month. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. (laughs) He did a good job. Anyways. But then he was like, he says his stats quickly. And then at the end, he just throws in like, and then can I borrow like $400,000? It's like some exact number, but
1: it's like 430.
0: Something like that. Yeah. And then he holds like, what, what? He, yeah, what? He's
1: like, excuse me.
0: Like, why are we? Why are we? Why, why do you is money, buy money being brought up here? Right. And Terry was like, shouldn't like, shouldn't should you he be asking a, like a bank?
1: A bank, not people.
0: Right. And like Jake, Jake apparently like he needs this money to buy his apartment, mm-hmm. which um I guess. Before, he was, you know, renting from, yes. like, a business that owned these apartments. Mm-hmm,
1: it was monthly rent.
0: Right. But now it's going co-op. So that means that the building is going to be split up into, you know, individually owned, like, apartments, condos, or whatever. Yeah. And he says that he got, like, no notice and he needs, like, a loan by, like, the end of the day. Right. And, you know, that's actually when Terry was, like... Uh, shouldn't you ask like a bank for money Mm -hmm. and then jake says he tried then we cut to (laughs) the bank him at the bank and the dude the like bank guy i don't know what to call him that's sitting across from him is just laughing his ass off
1: yeah to the point of just wheezing
0: he oh my god the the performance of this extra is ridiculous oscar He, he it was so funny I laughed out loud. Yeah, we watching, both laughed watching him just sit there and go,
1: because <laughs> he like he gestures, like at looking him at the and... papers,
0: and he looks at yeah he gestures, and he's like, <laughs> I can't I can't even wheeze I, I don't know how to I wheeze. can't
1: replicate that at all that's <coughs> oh, so funny don't but cough. like
0: he it was just so funny he was getting laughed at in his face yes. at the idea of being able to get a four hundred thousand dollar loan
1: oh, critical yikes.
0: Which uh, we we've learned before, I think, that Jake has terrible credit, yes. and he's made comments before about uh being in debt. Yep. But uh, he, he yeah he failed at getting a loan, and Gina can't believe that he's gonna lose the apartment because th- it used to belong to Jake's aunt or mm-hmm. great aunt or something. No, nope, grandma. Grandma. Yes. Oh, why well, don't I think aunt?
1: Uh, yeah, it was his grandma's place, and he's been living it in it since she passed away.
0: Right, and apparently, you know, Gina and him were friends from school, and they used to hang out at that apartment all the time after yeah. school. And she's like, remembers so many like fond times. And Jake tries to garner pity from Holt, explaining how his grandma used to watch him and Gina after school because both of their moms worked, and we didn't have dads because yeah. divorce.
1: He casts these pitiful stares at, a side glances almost at Holt, trying. And- Get his sympathy,
0: right? And then Holt says, "I'm not gonna slide you a cool half mil <laughs> over <laughs> your uh, mediocrely sad." <laughs>
1: yeah, his his mildly sad childhood,
0: <laughs> right? Yeah, which like, what a burn!
1: <laughs> Oof, that was harsh. Which I also loved him it.
0: saying a cool half mil,
1: cool half a mil, feels so
0: casual. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, he tells him to like g- go go solve your own. Crisis. Yeah, go
1: go take care of that whatever
0: and then Gina asks he's like you know I could go with help him out and Holt's like uh, you have to take notes on these self-evaluations mm-hmm. and then Jake leans over and looks at her pad and he, he's like "Uh, she wrote like enchilada birth control yeah. Ecuador and some like random stuff mm-hmm. and she was like oh I was writing stuff down for my vacation I didn't start taking notes yet and yeah, then Holt was like you can go
1: yeah you, you can go go ahead he dismisses here. her because she's not, not working. She's not working. Just
0: straight up just sitting there.
1: What even? The majority of our squad now is sitting like in the break room. They're just hanging out waiting to be evaluated. And Boyle is talking about how he wants to take Vivian on a romantic date later that night. Uh, Which is interesting stuff. He goes into a lot of the detail that I did not write down because no thank you.
0: Uh, Just a little tidbit of that. Well, it was a restaurant where they take you on a culinary tour of a pig's digestive tract.
1: That's why I didn't write it down. I don't want that.
0: It's interesting. Gross. Good bit.
1: <laughs> but yeah, he's really chatting away about this. But then Rosa from the window, she spots the weekend crew. They walk on in, dun, dun, make themselves comfortable.
0: Dun, and dun, she gets
1: dun, dun, up dun. and starts glaring at the guy at her desk from the doorway. Right, By the guy the way, that shaves on the I don't think we learned his name this this episode, and if we
0: did, it I was, think we did, but it slipped my mind.
1: But I could not catch it every time it was said. I think <laughs> I like couldn't for some reason. I just couldn't grab hold of it. Anyway, we're just gonna call him Louis the guy. C.K. We're gonna, Louis C.K. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna call him the guy
0: because he's gross and, and he balled and ginger.
1: <laughs> Okay, I mean, that's something we could do, but I'm going <laughs> to call him the guy right now. That's fine. Um, Yeah, but he, you know, we observe him, like, using the phone to scratch his armpit, and he's, Ooh. like, kicking back in the chair and being gross, Um, and Boyle gets up, and he's next to Rosa, and he says that he feels bad for her because him and his desk buddy... They leave presents for each other, so they're cool with each other.
0: And they cut over, and there's this like nice middle-aged black guy with a mustache holding up a spoon with a bow around it. That's so cute. Like it's a, a large big wooden spoon. stirring spoon. Yeah, it's spoon. like a
1: cooking utensil.
0: I'm like, oh. I'm
1: like, damn, that's sweet. It's so precious. That is the sweetest thing. But it turns out though that Rosa has actually confronted this guy before, at the desk.
0: Right. Rosa doesn't not confront people.
1: Because she's a very confrontational person. Um, but he denies leaving Stubble at the desk. He's like, no, that's not me. I didn't do that. I didn't leave any Stubble in the keyboard or anything.
0: I'm sure she could have just shook it upside down in front of him.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, but Rosa says that she's going to punch him in the face when she catches him doing it. So she intends to like watch him for like most of the day. And see what he does and observe him. And once she catches him, she's going to get some revenge.
0: Sweet, sweet revenge. Sweet, sweet revenge. Then we cut away from that. And at this point, we go to Jake's apartment where, you know, his old dead, his, wow. I was going to say but, his but, but. old grandma. We are his like. His old grandma's apartment. But you don't have like a past grandma. Yeah. Unless they passed.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're very bad at wording today. So this is not going very smoothly.
0: I think in general. No. But uh Jake and Gina are at his apartment and Gina starts to reminisce about shows that they used to watch and things they used to like they're they're it's like old times, you know, hanging out in this apartment.
1: Yeah, they're getting some nostalgia.
0: Right. And uh Jake's like, it's old styles with a Z. Old and styles. Gina was like, I felt it. Mm-hmm. And uh, Gina wants to figure out a way for him to be able to afford this place, and she was like, "All right, where are them bank statements?" But then Jake's like, "But first, how about we crack open some call California's?" Mm-hmm. And, and she was like, "All
1: right, <laughs> I, I, I."
0: Yeah, doing that Gina thing. <laughs> but then you know they start, they get some drinks, and Gina's sitting down with the uh, the bank statements, and Gina concludes that Jake has a debilitating spending issue.
1: I feel that. Oof.
0: Which uh you notice it when you first they first walk into the apartment, but um he has six massage chairs.
1: What the fuck? What? what? That's so many.
0: But uh Jake's excuse is that's because they don't make a massage couch.
1: But they're not even pushed together. They're all scattered around. And it's like they're not in couch formation.
0: Which you could get like three different massage like add ons, you know, those pads. Yeah it, it, You can turn any chair into a massage chair What the heck I don't know This is ridiculous Yeah I'm sure those were like $400 each
1: They're so expensive
0: But then he She was like Yeah but what about You also have Three turntables And it's like <laughs> Okay what You don't need more than one
1: Yeah he's practicing spinning
0: Which I guess with the spinning You technically need two But mm-hmm. like the third Yeah The third Yeah Where you're like Oh I need. I forgot to get the fourth one yet Cause uh, I'm this is my backup spin set, you mm-hmm. know, and he was like, you know, I, I, yeah, like he said, he's like, I'm trying to learn how to like turn, you know, he's turn spinning. some, turn spin some records, uh huh, and he is like, all I have are these like old like folk, <laughs> like polka records.
1: Yeah, he like wants <laughs> to show her how how much he's like practice, and it's not very good. No,
0: it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, she was like, "It sounds like someone's like falling down the stairs." Like, <laughs> and then he, she was like, "And he purchased Olympus has fallen twelve times on like cable on <laughs> like television." My first thought was like, "Fucking buy the DVD."
1: And she said, "Was that a hard one to follow along <laughs> to?"
0: <laughs> was it hard for you to to, to follow
1: along with that one?
0: Which uh, they put out that the same movie like twice that year that movie came out so it's like (laughs) because there was Olympus is Fallen and then there was like White House Down which is the exact same movie well exact same premise competition someone's attacking the White House (laughs) and there's a big white man here to defend the president
1: oh my oh wow but uh, after
0: all that Jake wants to know he's like "All right, yeah I get it I'm spending a lot Mm -hmm. but how much would I need to cut back in order to be able to afford this place and Gina was like infinity percent Mm -hmm. you need to cut back like uh in the past yes like you've ruined yourself yeah you're technically bankrupt
1: yep that's not um not good for him but this is when jake starts to rant he has lived in this apartment for like 15 years but then suddenly they're going co-op with no warning here
0: which uh that sounds like he wasn't changing
1: Right okay, so we're getting to that. Um, Gina says that's pretty much illegal. They can't do that. They can't give you no warning, no notice or right, anything contracts. Yeah, um, that's that's not okay. So then Jake is like, well I, I doubt I missed a letter, but we could check the mail tub. And so the
0: mail tub
1: We cut to ask. the bathroom <laughs> and this is the mail tub is a literal tub full of unopened mail.
0: Where does he shower?
1: That's my question. Is
0: there a second bathroom in this apartment? I
1: hope there is, because that means he's not showering. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, it's also it's a it's a a white like tub claw with foot claw. Fo- tub. Yeah, that's what it's claw foot. Um, but it's it's full of mail and it's got a little rubber ducky on top of it. Did you notice that? <laughs> no, rubber, I didn't notice that. The rubber ducky. Yeah, that's he cute. has a rubber ducky on top of the mail. And I'm like, what are you doing with your life, Jake?
0: I bet some set designer was like in the finishing touch.
1: That's amazing. <laughs> um, but they start sorting through it, trying to find a letter of some kind. And he gets frustrated and says that it's impossible to find anything. And that because of all of this, the whole situation isn't his fault. He's taking no blame here.
0: He's right he acts like the mail tub is like magically where the mail goes.
1: Well, and he acts like it's it's like something like he that he can't that control. control. Yes. He's like,
0: you know, this is God just how the puts system the is. mail in the mail tub. Yeah,
1: he's like <laughs> I can't control this mail system and it's not my fault.
0: Listen, these ho- these apartment mail elves are getting out of control. Yeah.
1: Um but Gina is distracted by how pretty the tub is. She's admiring it. Um and then jake says there may be a way to make the money he needs Uh uh-uh. um and that's when gina suggests that he would be a decent prostitute uh, Kind of like they're joking around
0: here obviously a great prostitute he says no, "Yeah,
1: yeah i'd be a great prostitute um but then jake uh lets her know about this guy he's actually referring to his name is frank and he'll loan money to anyone
0: hey yo uh, frankie money bags
1: yeah to anyone um, and Gina's like oh I see you're not thinking this through that's what's going on here and Jake fires back at her he says oh says the woman that's been engaged eight times <laughs> but she's like hey I haven't actually married anybody so who who won here I did
0: which uh my thought is like that seems like a good strategy to get dudes to commit like after like a year yeah and then you watch as they you find out that they really weren't committed Right. Or you find out some like, weird shit because they're starting to spill their beans.
1: Right. Um, but Jake, it seems like Jake only has this choice here of this guy. Uh, this guy Frank. Oh, that's, yeah. That, that's what he That's believes. what he thinks. Yeah.
0: He thinks that's the way He out.
1: thinks it's the only choice he has.
0: Brinky money bags, see? Eh?
1: Yeah, not shady at all.
0: So then we go back to the precinct and, you know, where the self-evaluations are going on and Terry is with Holt and he's like I'm aware that we got off to a little bit of a weird start but now we're go- I'm going to bring in a shoe in good self evaluation Oh yeah
1: Amy is the ace in the bag always right with
0: Santiago
1: mm-hmm.
0: Amy Santiago Suddenly Amy bursts into the room and she's like I was reading your lips and I either saw something about a, a South embargo or a, a Santiago or- <laughs> But yeah, Amy is already aware that um, Holt was planning to ask 10 questions to every self-evaluation because, you know, she was reading their lips the whole time. But Holt was like, "Uh uh-uh, uh-uh, turntables, Mm -hmm. out of the turntables, I have a different plan for Amy. He is going to ask only one question. What is your biggest flaw? And then Amy is like, "Oh, yes, yeah, she
1: she flounders."
0: Yeah, she's like, oh, uh, "Um, uh, car- caring too much,
1: working too hard, <laughs>
0: uh, uh,
1: uh, uh, being too uh,
0: thorough, being too diligent." I don't know. And then Holt is like, Mm-mm, "Nope." And uh, Amy is like, "Okay, um, I'm gonna get back to you on uh that and with uh, something uh, completely different, something something completely different. I'll be back.
1: I'll be back. Bye."
0: She's in complete panic.
1: Yeah, she's she's freaking out. We're back in the break room now, and Boyle is on the lookout for Rosa from like the little window, um, into the bullpen to the wall. Yeah, and uh, then he spots it. He sees it. He sees the guy shaving.
0: Gross. He's using an
1: electric shaver.
0: Absolutely disgusting. At,
1: yeah, at the desk, and uh, he calls Rosa over, and she runs over to the window, and they both watch in horror as this guy shaves his facial hair onto the desk and then when it's like an accumulated little pile he blows the all of the hair toward the keyboard in slow motion we get a slow motion shot of this and then we get slow motion of rosa yelling (laughs) (laughs)
0: like that essentially yeah
1: and slow motion um And then she tells Boyle to call an ambulance because she is going to do some stuff to him. I want to know what she's planning.
0: I don't know. I feel
1: like she's going to stick something on his butt. Cock
0: ball torture? Yeah. Okay. Gross. (laughs) Um,
1: But then Boyle suggests another plan. He thinks that maybe they could do something nonviolent and they could fill his locker with shaving cream and loose hair.
0: That is so middle school.
1: That is, it's childish, but at least it's not violent, right? Right. Or like a crime that you can get arrested for.
0: (laughs) (laughs) In a police station.
1: Yeah. um, Rosa likes it. She smiles like with her big toothy grin. She's adorable. Um, And she's like, wow, I can't believe I'm considering this.
0: A non-violent option.
1: Yeah. And Boyle is like, great. I know just where to get a bundle of loose hair. Oh. What? Excuse you? Where is he getting this loose hair?
0: I'm guessing his barber. Ew. That's really gross. That's gross. Also, I wouldn't give any, as a, as a not barber, if I was a barber, I wouldn't give anyone all of my loose hair.
1: No, I would not, because I don't think they have good plans for it.
0: No. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing with that hair.
1: What are you doing with that hair?
0: It's like, well, you're just going to throw it away, so if you just give it to me, you know. Give it to
1: me, I'll do some weird stuff with it.
0: Hey, I'm not going to let you shove this hair up your butt, weird guy. Ew. Gross. <laughs> Then after that we get cut to uh we're at Frank's office now. Frankie money bags. I don't <laughs> know why I'm saying that. But uh Gina wants to know what his interest rate is. And the dude's like, hey, I'm not I'm not a bank. I just uh I just this is my own personal money mm-hmm. and I loan it out to lonely scumbags and friends like Jake. Mm-hmm. And so he's like uh I take a vig of uh 20 points. Right. Which I'm guessing is
1: 20%. I think so. I looked up vig and I think it was used like in gambling. Oh. I don't know. I like I I looked it up and I don't remember I, what it was used for. I,
0: I have no idea what that means. <laughs> I know nothing. Jake is like, "How about $400,000?" He's like, "Can I get that?" And Frank's like, "That's too much." I make small loans. To desperate losers. (laughs) And uh Jane Gina tries to like, all right, Jake, let's go. Let's get out of here. This is this is not a good idea. And Jake's like, hold on, hold on. How about uh something a bit smaller, just to show that he can make a down payment at the bank? Twenty thousand dollars. And then Frank's like, Ah, yeah, that's uh that's something I can do. Two big ZDs. he just, like, pulls two r- rolls of money out of a drawer. Yeah. Like, he just has $10,000 wrapped up in a thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, you know, he's a, he's a bank. He's not a bank. He's a, he's a person. Just How
0: did he get that money?
1: He's his own personal money.
0: Where did he get it? He,
1: he's a loan shark.
0: Where did he get it? I... If I had $20,000, I wouldn't be giving it to people. Crime. I don't know. I don't know. Crime. Yeah. But uh, Jake is excited, and he's about to sign a contract with Frank. And then Gina's like, oh, uh, okay, this is like, no, no, no. This is not a trustworthy situation. Uh, We need to leave now. Goodbye.
1: Yeah, she calls him a sea witch. <laughs> he's like, that is a sea witch and you are Ariel. And then he's like, ah, fuck you. I'm going to do I what I want. I don't know what you're saying right now. Yeah, he's like, ah, whatever. And then, and then, he, then he signs s- it. He signs it and she goes, ah, oh, Ariel. <laughs> and then I forget what else she says, but I she's like, poor thing.
0: Yeah, she's like not. She's like, Jake, made a wrong decision. Yeah. Which I agree. Mm-hmm. Don't take Big ZD from Frankie Moneybags.
1: Don't do it. We quickly cut over to Boyle and Rosa and their shenanigans again. And they are now spraying shaving cream into that guy's locker. And, you know, they're going to like douse it with hair. And that's when Boyle pulls out said bag of hair from his jacket. And it's a huge bag of hair, by the way.
0: It's a lot more than just loose hair.
1: It's. It looks like a like a fat wig, in a bag. Like it looks like a thick wig.
0: Multiple cut up wigs.
1: It, it it's so much hair, and so they start throwing it in clumps, uh, into the locker, and that's when <laughs> Boyle starts like goofing around, and he puts a little bit of shaving cream and the hair the hair onto his face, um, and he he starts like you know, he puts like a mustache on, and then he puts, uh, he's making Rosa laugh. And, like, doing impressions of that guy. Right. And then he puts, like, more hair onto his face. And they're both laughing. And he's, like, you know, he's scooping around. He was like,
0: I'm a billy goat. Yeah. (laughs) And
1: while doing that, he accidentally swallows some of the hair. And, like, chokes on it and coughs it back up. (laughs) Uh, That is so gross. No, human hairball. I hate it.
0: No, thank you. Gross. So we come back again to Jake and now he's in the lobby of, you know, I don't know. I keep wanting to call it a hotel, but it's an apartment building. Yeah. It's almost like the same thing in New York. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh, Jake is meeting one of the co-op board members at the lobby and he's in his full fancy cop uniform. Yeah, I guess to impress. Yeah. And uh, the board member was like, hey, uh, you know the co-op meeting was like an hour ago and Jake is like, Thing. he like got all on his plate you know police officer work protecting not police officer folk like yourself yeah,
1: the civilians
0: yeah and he's like you know protecting serving and the guy's like thank you for your service he's like i appreciate you saying that <laughs> and then jake also he th- starts to try and debunk the rumors about his financial situation he's like i got a little something uh slaps the two big ZD down on that guy's clipboard
1: and he goes, "Oh my god." <laughs> he's like, like fearful oh, because oh my god. wads of cash are never a good sign or almost always not a good sign.
0: Right. And also like <laughs> that dude totally knows that Jake does not have money. Yeah. And to just get $20,000 seems yeah. shady. Mhm. But the guy also starts saying that he's an adequate tenant. Uh, emphasis on adequate
1: adequate is an interesting word to use
0: right but they needed a completed application with a bank loan by that day mm-hmm. which like shows how far behind jake really was and jake tries to explain uh, that this isn't fair he had no knowledge that it was going on he only found out a week ago and the guy was like we left you 15 voicemails and Jake was like, ah, you know, my generation doesn't really do like voicemail, mostly yeah. text. And the guy's like, we're, we're we're the same generation. And Jake's like, I'm 33. And he's like, I'm 31. <laughs> and Jake was like, wait, how are you older than me? And he's like, Younger. <laughs> I mean, younger. Yeah. Like, how am I older than. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> he accidentally like insults him by pointing at his bald head. He's like, you're guy's wearing
1: like, a suit and you've got that.
0: And he's like, did you just point at my bald spot? Which also it's not a spot. It's That's the entire like center of his head. head. Yeah. It, it's the whole middle. Yeah. But <laughs> the guy is offended and, you know, lays all the official info on Jake. Like, Hey, we're going to have to get you out by next Friday because you have completely failed to do any rules and stuff. Mm-hmm. And Jake is like, could we maybe, you know, push that to next Friday eight years from now? Yeah. <laughs> like the length of a mortgage?
1: Trying. Oops. Nope. So after being shut down like that, Jake comes back to his apartment with Gina. and Well, she's just hanging out uh, on the couch there. Um, and he sits on the couch, too. He's very defeated. And he breaks the news that he is going to be homeless. And... That's when Gina tries to lift, lift his spirits a little bit, you know. And she tells him, well, this isn't the only apartment. You can find a new one. We'll get you a better one. Right. And that's, yeah. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's look look on the bright side.
0: Yeah. You get some new digs.
1: Yeah. And so Jake is like, all right, cool. I can maybe find something that's like in a cooler neighborhood with some great neighbors and things like that. And, um, you know, Jake gets hype about it. And, a cute
0: neighbor, I think he says. Yeah.
1: A cute neighbor something like that. And Gina is like, oh, yeah, get it, girl. Oh, yeah, girl. Yeah, girl. You got this girl. And yeah, girl. he, by like the fourth girl, he's like, you got to stop calling me girl.
0: All right, girl.
1: And he goes, oh, sorry, girl. Sorry, girl. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. I like the way they interact.
0: It's very funny. Yeah. Then at this point, we go back to the precinct, and Amy is back in Holt's office, you know, breaks out a list of her biggest flaws because she's prepared this time. And she's like, I'm too competitive, I'm prone to jealousy, Uh, I'm a killjoy, Uh, I follow the rules to a fault, I don't know how to relax, (laughs) and (laughs) she's not relaxing right now, that's for sure. No, no, no. And apparently, every once in a while, she smokes a shame cigarette. Shame. 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 Shame.
1: Ring that bell.
0: Through the bells. (laughs) But, uh she is is uh extri- stares worriedly at Holton and she's like is that enough is that is that what you want is that
1: what you wanted
0: and, give uh, me something here holt stops her and amy cuts him off because she knows he's disappointed and she just excuses herself to go to a, a secluded place to the smoke
1: <laughs> that's <'Cause-> so
0: sad <laughs> she is really stressed out about this
1: she is um but now we cut over to Gina and Jake apartment hunting. Homes. That's so fun, right? That's so fun. I think
0: dancing queen just popped in my head. Yeah. It'd be cool if they had a montage.
1: Yeah. It's kind of it's like a little montage. It's like a well, short it's little montage. Yeah, it's montage. Um, the first place they visit has about 20 cats in the room already. So I don't know whose ca- cats those are, but they just, is it, the cats just like live there.
0: How do you move them?
1: How do you move them? I mean there's How so many...
0: that many cats.
1: Yeah, but um it's apart it's the apartment is uh pet friendly. <laughs> so yeah. that's a bonus, right? Obviously. There's twenty cats in there. Um the next place is an actual dump. It's very small. It's and a it...
0: closet.
1: It's a closet and it has one of those pull out beds and it won't come out and like lay flat because the wall is in the way. So you try and pull it out and it smacks into the wall.
0: You're basically sleeping at an angle.
1: And the guy who's like the landlord, uh, he's in a he's in one of those white t shirts. Not t shirts, uh spaghetti tops. I don't know. A wife she, beater. Yeah, I don't want to call it that. <laughs> I don't like calling it that. It's a bad name. But uh yeah, he's in one of those, he's got like a gut, and he's like, Ah, oh, yeah, here, here's the bed. Bada bing. Bada bing. Bad. It's like it's not laying you can't sleep on that. It's not a bed. Anyway. The next place is trashed. It's this weird ominous, I'm going to call it threatening. It looks open like open room it looks with like a one ton those, of windows.
0: One of those like high-rise places where like a uh, a hero has a shootout with the bad guy in the in like action the movie. It looks like
1: aftermath of that for sure, but to <laughs> me it looks like a kind of like a crack den with a lot of lighting. A crack like den a, a in lot the of sky. natural light. Right. That's what I'm going to say. It is. I wouldn't want to
0: smoke crack in full view of the city.
1: But it has a toilet in the middle of the living room. That is, that's a threatening aura, right?
0: The toilet. Follow that Facebook page: toilets with threatening auras.
1: That's a that was a threatening toilet. <laughs> I didn't like it. What's even more threatening is that a bird like comes out of the toilet, a flies pigeon. out of it. A pigeon, sure, um, because they're gross. And it scares Gina after she had called the place sexy. She was like, that's kind of sexy, right? And a fucking pigeon comes out of the toilet and flies Uh, at her. And she's like,
0: ah. No.
1: That's disgusting. Absolutely not. So all these places are a no. Roll that out. Yeah.
0: So we cut immediately from toilet pigeon. Gross. Back to the precinct where Rosa wants to know when their plan is going to, you know,
1: yeah, when they will get the results of their plan.
0: Right. When's this, like, hairy, shavy dude going to go see this mess that they made? Yeah. So Boyle was like, they should go ask him when he's going to go down to the gym. They approach him, and Rosa bluntly asks, hey, you going to the gym? He's <laughs> like, like, no. No, he, he's he been spending all his, time, all his time on his breaks talking to his wife. They're having marital problems, you see. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Rose is like, "Cause of your hygiene," and he's he goes,
1: like, "No, no, I wish."
0: Oh, I wish. And which that's not a good sign.
1: Mm-mm.
0: Because a year ago she fell down the stairs and broke her back, Mm-hmm. and now she's addicted to painkillers. That's great.
1: Yep. As a result, things yeah. have been very shaky with them.
0: They've been fighting a lot, and you know, he just wants to help her. You know, cause he, cause he loves her so much. Right. But she's refusing treatment. -hmm. They fought last night, and when he left to get some air, he accidentally left the door open, and their dog, Cinnamon, got out.
1: Cinnamon!
0: He got hit by a drunk driver and was killed. Mm -hmm. But was not killed instantly. Yeah, so they suffered. That their dog was in pain for a very long time. Right. And the guy's almost on the verge of tears, and he was like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm I'm venting. Yeah, uh, I didn't mean to." And Rosa was like, "It's it's fine."
1: Yeah, Rosa's like getting choked up. Yeah, she's she's like, like, "Anything for a good friend." Oh, well, can can oh, I see fuck. you for a minute? <laughs> well, can we talk for a minute?
0: That's a that's a bad bad yeah. situation.
1: Yeah, we're back in Holt's office for another evaluation, and this time it's Scully and Hitchcock, who want to do their evaluation together because Scully can't. Yeah, Scully can't handle pressure.
0: Which he's in a red jumpsuit, sweating his ass off.
1: Do you ever get them confused sometimes? Because I, I do. Uh, I I stopped there. I, I was inter- like, is interchange their names. Yeah, but I remember Hitchcock. I'm like, oh, Hitchcock is the more crude one. So I'm like, ah, uh, cock. All right. <laughs> you know, I, I kind of okay. that's, how, that's how I differentiate. I'm not lying. That's seriously how I I do it.
0: Uh. Um.
1: Yeah, but Scully doesn't handle pressure. He's sweating. Um, but. They let them know that they have a combined total of 14 arrests, which is like
0: one percent of what Jake got.
1: Yeah, and Holt is baffled, he's like, That's not enough arrests.
0: You only got 14. Yeah, what have you been doing?
1: And Hitchcock was like, Well, no one asked you, it's our self evaluation. We think we did a good job, so there. Come on, Scully, let's get out of here.
0: And then they leave.
1: Yeah, they exit, but like Scully bows before.
0: He's like, <laughs>
1: he bows like a like, like, like a smarter. sign of you know uh, a respect.
0: Japanese sign of respect.
1: Yes, and then they leave.
0: Yeah, except when he bowed, he didn't go. <laughs>
1: Those two are such a mess.
0: <laughs> My God, a huge mess. So then, after the debacle that Boyle and Rosa experienced. Yikes. of the sob story that the 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 guy was giving
1: my heart like hurt for him really badly after that especially his That's dog terrible. because like i've had a dog got hit, gotten hit by a car it's so, like i know the absolute shock and pain of that so uh it's, it hit yeah, me yeah,
0: yeah, yeah his back broke his wife but i mean no
1: his back <laughs> broke his wife <laughs> His wife. I fucked that up. <laughs> he,
0: his wife. Like, I was trying to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife broke her back, but like my dog.
1: But like, at least but she's his, alive.
0: He's addicted to painkillers. She's
1: alive. The dog died and his suffered. marriage is
0: falling apart.
1: Yeah, but their dog just died. That's like a child. What? I'm focused on the dog too. Okay. What I I'm, I'm focused on the man I'm focused on the, the dog because that's a thing that I can literally relate to. So that's why
0: I, I attacking
1: me for relating on a shared awful experience here.
0: I'm relating on the worry of losing my wife. Oh. <laughs> I'm not currently worried about losing my wife. am I the I, wife? Yeah, your wife. <laughs> I mean, not yet, but soon. I'm the wife. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Boyle and Rosa are trying to clean out the locker that they just trashed. Like really quickly and you cannot clean up shaving cream. That's mm-hmm. ridiculous. Yeah. And Holt and Terry stumble upon this mess somehow. Boyle is like tries to give like lame excuses and Holt is just not having it. And he's like this guy has been through enough. He just got diagnosed with prostate cancer.
1: Oh my god. Ah. <laughs> That's
0: awful. Divorced dead animals and cancer. Dude. The trifecta. The trifecta. I was just <laughs> <saying>. <laughs> That's the, it's, it's not funny, it's terrible.
1: No, it's awful.
0: But then he like orders them to clean it up, which they were already doing. Mm-hmm. And then boils salutes, which slaps shaving cream into his hair.
1: And, and hair onto his forehead. And ha-
0: hair onto his forehead. That's but. what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. And, uh, Terry defeatedly like, he's just like what what's wrong with you what's what's wrong
1: i've lost control of my squad
0: he's not having a good day
1: he's having a really rough time with these evaluations yeah because everyone is just fucking up
0: it's it's really bad day for for fuck-ups yeah for sure
1: yeah back with gina and jake they are sitting in the dark in his apartment Trying to save electricity now, which is, you know, too little, too late, really.
0: Yeah, it's, <laughs> you're already out.
1: Yeah, but um, Jake is still using the massage chair because, hello, he's not a savage. Right. I'm going to uh, sit in the obviously. dark, but I'm going to be comfortable. Obviously. Of course. Um, but then Gina has this idea. She starts thinking out loud about buying the apartment. She's like, well, I have money. I could. What if I bought the apartment? And then she could run it out to Jake until he finds a new place. But Jake wants to know how she could even afford this. I mean, like, it's Gina. How does she have this much money? But then Gina explains that she's very thrifty, in fact, because she cuts her own hair, she walks to work, and she eats Scully's lunch every day. That's bully behavior.
0: <laughs> Saving that lunch money, you know.
1: Saving that lunch money. Five bucks. Um, But she's also been living in the same little shit box because it's so cheap that, you know, she's been able to save all of this money. And now she's ready for a real estate opportunity. Uh, she's like a little businesswoman, if you will.
0: Businesswoman. Businesswoman. woman. I feel like uh, that uh, studio apartment that she lives in. Mm-hmm. It was probably like fifteen hundred dollars in New York. That's Maybe. probably cheap in New York.
1: It could be. I don't <laughs> really know. Um, I'm sure anything less than a thousand is cheap. Very cheap.
0: I bet a thousand is cheap.
1: Yeah. Um, but then Jake is really put off like and almost offended by this idea that Gina could possibly be his landlady because, you know, it's it's Gina you don't expect her to be this responsible and how right. could she possibly she's even be like more responsible than crazy. him and he, then he starts to claim that she is not better than him which whoa where did that come from
0: yeah nobody said that
1: no one said that no one claimed that and he's like you're not better than me and then he invites her to leave and then Gina gets up she's like wow okay grow up and then she leaves
0: right and then right after that we cut to Jake I guess going back to work for his evaluation. Mm-hmm. Right, His evaluation's done, but he yeah, goes back to Yeah, he's going back
1: into work just, I don't know, sometimes they just hang out at work?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Who does that? Salaried, salaried life? Maybe. But uh, Jake walks in the break room and Amy's sitting at the table and uh, Jake flops on the couch and he's like, well, here's my new house. And he's like, uh, <laughs> just, just check on my new bedroom. Smells like 10 million butts.
1: That's a lot of butts. That's
0: so many. It's like, That's
1: so much butt smell.
0: That's like many butts. So many. <laughs> but Jake is frustrated that everyone around him like seems to know how to be an adult all of a sudden, which he is like, except for Amy, who was born in her 50s.
1: She's like, thanks? Th- thanks? I guess. I
0: don't know. But uh, Jake tells Amy the news that Gina was like, well, maybe I should buy the apartment. And he was like, yeah, I know. And Amy was going to say like, well, and then Jake was like, yes, I know that she just wants to help, mm-hmm. but I can't believe all of this. And she was just, how is she the one that like is doing all this when he got her her job, yes. which he's like, which an ice cream cone could do, by the way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's so specific.
0: And then Amy was like, well, uh, you know, she's, she keeps trying to butt in, but Jake mm-hmm. is just like ranting to himself. Yes. And Jake is like, well, you know, he, I'm only angry with him myself and i should talk to gina because you know she was really just trying to help and i i took that out on her and he was like thanks amy for for the help and then he he like goes to leave and like amy's like i said nothing and there is nothing at all (laughs) that i said and Mm. he's like you know what that's a good idea don't take any blame for this give it my track record and then amy stops him before he leaves and and she's like what do you think my biggest flaw is because or what do you think Holt thinks my biggest flaw is? And Jake's like, uh, who? who what does it matter what Holt thinks? Because his opinion isn't like uh, import as important as my opinion, right? Jake says.
1: Jake is Jake's opinion is far superior,
0: right? And then he starts listing off her exact list from earlier, like the follows the rules too closely, mm-hmm. a bit of a killjoy, in the exact order, and then <laughs> including the. The shame cigarettes.
1: Cigarettes. And then she just
0: goes, Ugh. and then he's like, eh, but your biggest flaw is you're terrible at throwing away secret lists. And then he like throws a ball up piece of paper at her, <laughs> which was her list from earlier.
1: Poor Amy. She's really shocked by that. She's like, what? <laughs> How'd you get that? Yep. But uh, now we are with Boyle and Rosa again, and they are heading out at the end of their shift. And they're just kind of like chatting a little bit. Um then Rosa asks if he wants to grab a drink with her this evening. But he can't. Um he you know, he's really excited by the offer, but he can't because he has plans with Vivian. And then Boyle kinda has a moment of clarity and he stops her to apologize for how he acted over the past year. He knows he wasn't a lot of fun to be around because he had a lot of obsessive behavior over Rosa. He was in love with her and he was being really creepy and would stare at her uh very obviously and things of that nature but rosa confirms that yeah you were a weirdo but you're a lot cooler now that you are in love with someone else Uh, and then she wishes him a nice dinner and they part ways and so we have this kind of like a blossoming friendship between them that is not such a one-sided and weird lovesick puppy thing
0: right or we get a little bit of um uh finality to this yeah like a little storyline
1: yeah and i like that
0: so at this point all of the self-evaluations have been done and uh terry steps into holt's office and he closes the blinds and he's like all right i got something to say and holt's like uh what are you doing like why are you closing the blinds and then terry's like i'm closing the blinds so that amy doesn't read our lips (laughs) which that's a weird thing to have to think about that's creepy but Terry confronts Holt because he thinks that he's being a little unfair to his squad. He reminds him that Amy is one of his best detectives, but Holt just wanted to play mind games with her. And he defends Scully and Hitchcock because they made eight more arrests than last year, which Holt was like, they only made six arrests the previous year? <laughs>
1: that's that's nothing. That's
0: an arrest every other month.
1: Oh my goodness. They ain't
0: doing work. Yikes. There's always crime in New York. What There's are you doing? There's
1: always crime.
0: And then he says that even though Jake is childish, he leads the team and he's grown up a lot since Holt's been there. And then Holt is like at the at the peak of Terry's like upsetness. Holt orders Terry to sit down. He's like, "Now I'm going to give you your evaluation." Terry sits down, collects himself a little bit. And Holt bends down a little bit to like look at him closer and he tells him that he's right. He confirms that he has been hard on the squad, and Terry is a very good leader, and they res and that is why they respect him so much because of his character. Which this situation is a perfect example of Terry's character, him sticking up for his squad like that, which is another reason for Holt to trust the squad because such a good man is sticking up for them. Yeah, and he also tells them that he feels like he has the right to feel like a what what did you call yourself earlier? a uh, proud mama hen, sir. And Terry was like, yes. And Holt, Holt was like, sorry, not Terry. Holt was like, yes, a proud mama hen. <laughs> Which it's weird to, I don't know. In that scene, I felt like I was going to tear up when I heard Holt like, uh, talking about how good a leader Terry was and how his squad should respect him. But then as soon as a tear was about to start forming within my tear ducts, uh, they started talking about b- Prob Mama Hen And it just made me laugh And took away the like uh, The, the um, seriousness and sincerity Of the moment Yeah Which I, I, I'm not upset about that It was really funny
1: It is now the evening And we have Jake Stopping by Juna's apartment He has come there to apologize Because um, you know he knocks he opens, uh, She opens the door And he tells her that And so she lets him in Because he's there To humble himself And Jake admits that he was angry that she was more put together than him. But that isn't fair to her that she is more of an adult. And he's just, he's acting out over being so childish.
0: Right. He just had an outburst because he was like realizing how much of a bad spot he was in.
1: Yeah, and also like this feeling of being so behind while everyone else is just, has it all figured out it feels like which i think is a relatable sentiment don't you think that you know that it seems like everyone else around you knows how to be an adult but you're the only one that doesn't quite know what they're doing
0: yeah i feel like that's something that happens to a lot of people in uh late high school or in college or like right after college when it seems like some people are like off getting jobs already i mean
1: honestly i still feel this but now that like we're on our own and have our own apartment, I feel like I know how to do more, but I still am not all the way there yet. But anyway. Um,
0: but no one is, honestly.
1: I know, it, but it always feels like other people have it put together, even though they don't.
0: Right, grass you know? is always greener, as they say.
1: Yeah, but Gino does agree that uh, that Jake was being stupid, and he should be sorry, but after watching Oprah have brunch with her strong women friends... This has taught her how to forgive. And so she forgives him.
0: Such a Gina response. That's a
1: very Gina response. Um, Then Jake brings up the topic of their living situations again. And he brings up the apartment and says that she should buy it for herself. Because it does mean a lot to her as well. So it makes sense. Um, And then she asks where he will live. If she's going to take his place, where will he go? And he gestures to her apartment. He says, he'll live here. And then he'll sublet for her. And he ran the numbers uh, so that if he paid the same rent, she could actually make a profit from it. Which is pretty nice. She's uh, she's actually very happy over how this is turning out. And she gets up and she shakes his hand over this deal. She's like, you got a deal. So
0: That feels illegal.
1: Illegal how?
0: To like... Subletting doesn't that mean that Gina is still the one technically renting that apartment, but then Jake will be the one living there, paying the rent, but then Gina's still paying rent.
1: I don't know. It might be different in like areas. I don't know. I don't, I don't places. know. places.
0: Does Gina own that place or does she?
1: I mean, I think she's. Oh, I think she's renting it.
0: Yeah, it just feels weird. Right? I don't know. I don't, I don't know much about apartment living. I don't know anything I about this stuff. I live in rural Pennsylvania.
1: Yeah, we, uh, we don't know much, but <laughs> we're going to assume that this is okay. Um,
0: I, I assume that it's legal considering there's a cop involved. Yeah. yeah Although yeah. He, it is a cop that took money from a loan shark earlier. True. Which he still signed that contract.
1: He did, so he has the 20000 uh, What's he going to do with it? Big I, yikes.
0: I hope he gives it back. Maybe. But uh I guess it's probably the next day when this happens. But uh Amy walks into Holt's office in this like last scene here. And he asks if there's a reason why she's interrupting him mid soup. Mid soup. Which he is eating some soup. Yeah. Uh she asks uh well, she says she's ready for her self-evaluation. He gestures her to sit. And she tells him how, she asked Jake uh, for his thoughts on what her biggest flaw was. And uh, how he said, like, who cares what Holt thinks about your flaws? Mm -hmm. Holt is not surprised as Jake is childish.
1: And disrespectful, he says.
0: (laughs) Right. And then Amy gets to the point. She cares too much about what Holt thinks of her. That's her biggest flaw. And she's now so confident in her answer of what her biggest flaw is that she doesn't care if he thinks she's right or not. Mm-hmm. Obviously already you're working on this flaw of hers. Yeah she's already to trying. Move forward and tells him to enjoy his soup and she leaves. And our last shot is watching Holt watch Amy. Us watching Holt watch Amy. Yes. Leave the room and uh, he's like smiling. He's approving. And then he takes a nice hearty sip of his soup.
1: Oh, yeah. He's enjoying his soup. And that is it. That is episode 18, The Apartment.
0: Written by and directed by... Uh, oh, wait. We're not starting over. Sorry. No, we're
1: not starting over. <laughs> <laughs> that is it. That is our episode. Um, I think the most interesting part of this episode is Jake's struggle. Jake's struggle with um, having remained, I don't know, I guess immature and childish and not taking responsibility for his actions, which he constantly deflects in this episode a lot. And I don't know, just him grappling with the fact that even people like, like Gina and him have the same kind of immaturity level. And I think they've always had that. And it seems like that's something they, they, I don't know, connected with it, like a bonding point. They, they, they grew up together. So
0: Right, they, they were friends, childhood friends. Yeah. So they kind of had the same, like, base of personality and their, like, uh, yeah. kookiness.
1: They, yeah, they had that same kind of kooky behavior. Um, Whereas
0: so, uh, Gina kept it as a personality trait, yeah. Jake kept it on as almost his entire personage.
1: Yes, and, you know he just didn't he decided not to learn how to grow up and be an adult and um, and I, th- I think that he's you know he's just I don't know how to put this but I think I, I understand it when you see your childhood friends like grow up and like pay taxes and like have a house and you're like well this is weird like we did so much stupid shit together how are you like this now
0: right it's like all of those people saying about like how wow why is everybody i graduated high school with posting pictures of their children and like yeah uh, you know keys to my new car yeah and
1: And i think this is him also being a little bit stuck in the past too and not i mean he's 33 and when he says that he's 33 in the episode it feels like he's saying he's like 20 in his 20s you know he's like i'm only 33 it's like 33 is like a an adult that's a man
0: yeah you're 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 like no arguments a man at that point. Yeah, right. Or at least you're supposed to be. Yeah. um, Which, I don't know. He... He has a really complex, like, psychology behind him. He really does. he's stuck in the past being a child. Yes. But also, he didn't have a good time as a child. He
1: didn't have a great childhood. Because
0: his dad was in and out of his life, Mm -hmm. and his mom was dealing with a lot, you know, because of that, and trying to support the child basically on her own, and- So, he didn't really have, like, a really good parental figure to, like, guide him into growing up. Yeah. So, it's like, in his mind, he's stuck being a child because he, like, subconsciously feels like he didn't finish that period of his life.
1: That, too. And I also also have a feeling that I want to get psychological here. That maybe there was a point in his childhood, maybe early teens, where he did feel happy and okay, and maybe stuck in that too. That's like a comfort spot for him, a comfort zone.
0: Right. He found comfort and he doesn't in want to exit mischief. that.
1: Yeah. I think he doesn't want to exit that part of his life and he's holding on to it. And so, you know, children and teenagers don't deal with things like. Uh, renting and whatnot, and having property. and Actually,
0: looking at your mail.
1: Yeah, and doing bank, looking at your mail. Who, who does that as a teenager?
0: Not buying a bunch of useless shit.
1: Yeah. So he, you know, these adult responsibilities sometimes they're they're harder to grasp if you're, you know, stuck in the past and being a kid, wanting to st- remain youthful, I guess. And I don't know. I mean, I feel like I relate to a degree.
0: Yeah. It, because
1: I didn't quite grow up until I was 23. Like seriously, I didn't grow up until like 2019.
0: I feel like that's college's fault.
1: I don't know, but I it was like 22 to 23 like I really grew up and then then I think also uh, more of it too happened like when I was 20. I'm, I'm I'm 24 now, but like you know, I feel like so much of it happened when I was 23.
0: I'm 21.
1: Ooh. Wow, he's so young.
0: He's young, little baby.
1: He little baby. I've
0: been grown up since I was 12.
1: Oh my god.
0: <laughs> I've been a full grown man for years.
1: Yeah, um so like I relate to this this feeling I think that he's because I felt like I was behind when I was like 22 and I saw everyone around me getting jobs and um i don't know getting apartments and things like that and just knowing what their path is and what they're doing and i didn't know what i was doing i had no real direction i didn't know how to handle anything as an adult and it wasn't until like i moved out that i had to just figure things out on my own and i did and i feel like so much more capable And so, like that makes me wonder how the heck he's been surviving because I had to like learn all those skills in order to not, I don't know. Right, but he's
0: almost been purposefully ignoring those skills for like at least (laughs) ten years.
1: So weird. Like I don't know how he's doing that, but yeah, I don't know. A part of this I relate to, but it's so extreme and so childish that uh, it's just classic Jake.
0: What an amazing deep character that the writers have. It's put together here.
1: insane, right? because I mean I, I don't know, I think that sometimes these these type of or these archetype I guess types of characters like Jake don't tend to have a lot to them, and Jake has so much psychological shit in his head like going on and in, in him that it's so fun to analyze how he acts on the show and his reactions to things and him you know coming to terms with like all of his flaws and how he can correct those i don't know i'm talking so much about this
0: (laughs) it's very interesting it is also i'm so confused how they write such put together characters even though there's a different writer every episode
1: i know they're all so cohesive
0: i wonder if there's like bigger writers that aren't that are like behind the scenes at all times
1: probably I, I think that there's, um, or like does the there's producer always, do like, that? I don't know. There's always a few people at the top that make sure everything is consistent. Right. Right. I guess. But I don't know. You have anything to add to that because I have something else I want to talk about?
0: Uh, no. I feel like we got, we were pretty good there.
1: Yeah. The other random thing I was thinking through this episode was, um, learning about Gina and Jake's, like, childhood friendship and how, like, they've just been friends for a long time. I, every time up until this, that I saw them, like, interacting on their own with other people, I thought to myself, like, they can't be friends, right? Like, that's weird. I can't see them, like, interacting together in a friendly way that is not just going to result in insults and things like that.
0: Right. These two people that have completely different mindsets and interests.
1: Yeah, that and, like, are both quite self-absorbed and think that they're right a lot. But I think then all those similarities i think made either they grew up like de- developing those similar traits with each other because i feel like they are similar in a lot of ways in the way that they act oh, i forget what the, like their mannerisms right do you know what i mean like
0: yeah. It's yeah, they like they like, talk a little bit the same
1: they do they they do talk the same
0: which it's very odd uh seeing that because you didn't really you don't think about that. You don't until make the connection
1: episode. until now, and I'm like, that's actually really cool. I don't know.
0: Yeah, they've been writing these characters like together this whole time.
1: Yeah, but anyway, that was just a little, little random nugget. I was thinking about how, you know, these two are so similar.
0: It's some tasty, weird. Some tasty plot. Notes. I mean,
1: Gina is just like meaner, and that's really it. <laughs>
0: She's more blunt and like uh not dealing with your bullshit.
1: Yeah, whereas like Jake is the same level of like I don't know, confident, I'm going to say, put it nicely, but he's a little more sympathetic to people.
0: Well, he's also more boyish.
1: More boyish, but you know, um a little more easygoing and easier to talk to. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. Um but like I said, he's got more sympathy in him at, or at least outright and forthright um but Gina has sympathy as well, but she has to like really know you, I think, or like, yeah, she'll sure. get to it eventually. Yeah. Yeah. All
0: right. Well, I guess that's it.
1: That's our episode. We already did our little plugs at the beginning, so we're fine.
0: Well, um, I'll just, uh, quickly again, just say a TRW pod on Instagram, mm-hmm. TRW pod at gmail.com. If you want to contact us through either of those avenues. Right. And, If you enjoy our banter in between, you know, talking about the scene, you can check out our secondary podcast, The Way the Pod Goes. Oh, yes. Where we kind of just talk about ourselves and our lives and whatever we want. And we also do like movie and TV show talk about other stuff we're watching.
1: Yeah. So if you like a lot of movies and TV shows that are pretty popular, we talk about those.
0: Yeah, and we also just talk about uh thrifting furniture and uh,
1: <laughs> and kitchen things.
0: Yeah, we just talk about well, you and know tattoos, whatever we doing,
1: whatever we doing. But, but yeah. yeah,
0: thanks for listening.
1: Thanks for listening.
0: And uh, don't forget, uh, subscribe and rate on iTunes. Follow on Spotify, please. Please. We love you. And uh, I guess we'll see you next Wednesday. See ya. Bye. Bye.